I'm Madeline Gold. And I'm Maya Siegel. And we want to welcome you back to Serotonin Speaks from Serotonin Says Mental Health. Today's show is about how teenagers turn to art as a form of stress relief and self-expression. We are talking to teenage artists of all kinds, including visual artists, musicians, and more. But, as returning listeners may know, it's first time for the brain dump. Don't forget to go to our Instagram story, at Serotonin Says, to vote on which host you think did a better job. This week, Maya will be going first. Ready when you are? I'm ready. Okay, three, two, one. So this week's episode is about uh, teenagers using art as a way to express themselves and also as a form of stress relief. Um, I personally use music as a way of like expressing my emotions and also like when I'm feeling stressed, I just go and play and it really helps. And um, you'll see that or hear from our interviews that a lot of people use art in the same way, um, whether it's baking or music or drawing or whatever. Um, they'll like just use art as a way to just calm down if they're feeling anxious or as a way to, I feel like I'm running out of time, as a way to, um, to express themselves, even if it's not something that they're ever going to show to anyone else. Um, I feel like I'm running out of time. Uh, all right, you are okay, all set. That's <laughs> that was good. Okay, Maddie, you're going next. Are you ready? I am. Okay, three, two, one, go. Okay, so like Maya said, this um, episode is about using art as both a form of stress relief and expression And I think that in my life, personally, I like to sing, I like to paint, and especially painting for me, I do very abstract art, and I feel like it really allows me to express my emotions. Um, So however I'm feeling, you'll see it, like, through my art, and I think that you will hear, again, as Maya said, that through all of these interviews, art has a very profound impact on um, people as young as young children um, to teenagers who we interviewed to adults in their life, even if art isn't their career. And it can be not just a form of stress relief, but also like a coping mechanism for people living with mental illness, like depression and anxiety. I know many musicians, especially, and many artists are living with mental illness. Time. Time. Okay. It's now time for our local stories. Our first interview was with a photographer. Hi, my name is Abigail Chessman. I'm 13 and I'm a photographer. There's a lot of things that make my photography meaningful to me. Part of it is that my dad was a photographer um, and he's like always kind of like inspired me to do that. Um, And so the fact that he used to do that really always made me very interested in it. Uh, And another thing that really makes my photography meaningful to me is how it gives me a different perspective. And even when I'm having a bad day or it's rainy or gloomy outside, it helps me find the beauty in everyday situations. I think my photography helps me express myself in many different ways. Um, It helps me kind of convey how I'm feeling. My picture might have like a different tone to it if I'm feeling kind of sad or might be more dramatic. 
Um, and I'm also like an actress and a singer. So I bring that into my photography, I think, like um, knowing what it's like being on the other side of the camera a lot of the time um, for like shows and stuff. Uh, and I think it just kind of helps me just show people things I like and like different ways that I see things. I mean, like in my Instagram bio, I literally say like, this is the world and I see it. This photography is a way for me to show the rest of the world, like my view on things and the little tidbits of life that I catch here and there. I don't know if I have a style. I kind of just like pretty things. I love sunsets. I love bright colors. I don't do a lot with cool or darker colors. I love warm tones like fall and sunrises and flowers and pumpkins, a lot of that. Um, so I guess like, I don't know, <laughs> just I guess kind of warmth um, and like some certain seasons, but I don't know if I necessarily have like a style, I wouldn't say. I think without my photography, I would probably speed through life and I wouldn't really like stop to catch the little things. I think that's really helped me like slow down and appreciate things and be grateful and live in the moment because that's really what life's all about. I think sometimes we forget it and I think sometimes people think that by taking pictures you're taking away from the moment and sometimes that's true but I think the way I see it is the way of preserving the moment but it's important to get back into that moment afterwards. This past spring was supposed to be my bat mitzvah and obviously due to coronavirus um it was postponed to late during the summer and I didn't have much to do and I was really it, like really made me sad because I had all these things I was looking forward to and I think that was when I started to look at the world differently and I started to like make myself see the beauty in things every night I would write down three things I was grateful for that day or that made me happy because I had been so upset and it like didn't make me feel good inside and I wanted to I wanted to remind myself like how amazing life is and how I was so lucky that I've been healthy and I'm so grateful that I've like been a that I was able to have my bonnet so when many people still weren't and I think that it's just reminded me to see the beauty in life and it's kind of helped me instead of going down a wormhole of everything is horrible my life sucks because it really doesn't it really helped me appreciate the little things and make me more happy so maddie this was your interview is there anything that really stood out to you um i think just the fact that abigail described her photography as allowing her to see the world in a new light and allowing her to express to others again how she sees things um i can relate to that for sure um, when I take pictures, I, I think it really conveys, like, not only my emotions, but also my perspective on what I'm photographing, and I just thought that was a really great way of describing it, and also um, using photography as kind of a coping mechanism when the coronavirus was just starting, and people, like Abigail said, she couldn't have her bat mitzvah when she was supposed to, and just having that as like an outlet um, when things weren't going her way, I think that was a really positive way to um, look at it. I'm Ruby. I am 13 years old and I am a drummer. 
So my art is meaningful because our band likes to pick songs that have a theme that we think is relevant. For example, we did a set of songs for Black Lives Matter that included talking about a revolution and imagine. I would say my style is pretty high energy because I'm kind of an upbeat person and my personality affects how I play. Quarantine has definitely influenced how much I play the drums because we have so much extra time to practice and play with my band. And we have done a lot more concerts in just quarantine than like the rest of our whole band's career. So I think that being in quarantine has actually helped us improve our band and practice a lot more. Being in a band has definitely made it easier for me to work as a team and collaborate with my peers and even help me socialize and make new friends. Okay, so Maya, this was your interview. So what did you think about it? And are there any other thoughts that you have on it? Um, I would say one thing that uh, stood out to me was what she said about being in a band, helping her socialize. And honestly, that made me like think about myself um, because I am a super introverted person and I am not good at socializing. So like, I wonder if collaborating, whether it's in music or in some other art form could actually help me socialize as well. Um, that was just one thing that stood out to me. Was there anything else that you would add? Um, I would just say that her explanation of her playing style being very high energy and being a positive person. I just loved that as a description. And I think that everyone who plays music, especially like drums or guitar or something along those lines, it's just like a really great way to look at it. Hi, I'm Anjana. I'm 14 years old. And my kind of art style is journaling and calligraphy and hand lettering. It's meaningful to me because I've been able to like see my art grow along with me and like it kind of reflects how my life is at that moment. So usually some of the things that I kind of try to draw in things are meaningful to me or I try and like raise awareness about different things like some like once I posted on my Instagram about voting and like how important it is. So some of the things, like one thing I do is to, is um, bullet journaling so you can have different themes and like drawings and stuff like that. I feel like without art, there would like it's kind of an outlet for me to express myself and kind of helps me like relax and things. So without that, um, I feel like I wouldn't have a way to do any of those things. Like I wouldn't be able to express myself. Uh, yeah, I'd say quarantine has made art a bigger part of my life. Um, I think now that I have the time to do it, I've been able to improve and it's kind of helped me. It's like one of the things that are constant, even though like life in general is so different now. So Maya, this was another one of your interviews. So what is your perspective on it? Uh, one thing that really stood out to me was what she said about her art growing along with her. So it highlights like for art to be a form of stress relief, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like I've personally seen her bullet journaling and it is really good, but it doesn't have to start out good in order for it to still 
work as a way for someone to express themselves or to kind of uh, relieve stress or anything like that. I'm Pavni. I'm 14 years old in ninth grade, and I do lots of different kinds of art, including piano and a form of classical Indian dance called Kuchipudi. So one thing that makes my classical Indian dance meaningful to me is the chance to connect with my culture and explore my culture while also communicating it to others and giving myself a chance to express myself in a medium that I don't usually get to. And the same goes for piano there. My art helps me express myself by giving me a new medium to express myself outside of words and allowing me to channel my emotions into my physical actions. Additionally, classical Indian dance allows me to express my culture and learn more about it. Outside of the genre I do, of dance I do, my personal style is influenced by obviously my teacher and my peers, but also my emotions and the way that I perceive the dance because a lot of the dances tell cultural stories. So the meaning of those cultural stories to me influences the way that I dance. I think having art as a way to express myself and reduce my stress has been an integral component of my life. And I don't think it'd be as full without it because the art gives me a way to connect with people and also to connect with myself and gives me a way to express myself that I don't think I would have without art. I would say quarantine has definitely made art a bigger part of my life because firstly, I have more time to pursue it and to spend time on it. And also it's been one constant in the world of constantly changing things. So having art has definitely provided a stress relief, allowed me to have something that's not changing as much as other things are like school and also given me more time to pursue it and get better at it, I think. I do feel like with the increased stress of school and additionally, all the change that's happening during quarantine and this pandemic, having art as a constant in my life has definitely helped me to reduce stress and know that one thing has stayed the same throughout all of this. Okay, so Maya, this was your last interview. Any thoughts on this one that you'd like to add? Um, well, one thing that stood out to me was um, the fact that her dance is a part of her culture and uh, the way that she can connect to her culture is through dancing and through her art. That stood out to me. And also what she said at the end about art being like a constant um, when the world is changing so quickly, especially like this year, um, having art as like this one thing to like return to when everything else seems so unsure. Uh, I thought that was also really interesting. And it was something that Anjana also said. Hi, my name is Helen. I am 15 years old and I like to bake. Well, most of the things I do are pretty cut and clean, but I do decorate some cookies and things like that, or I will make things for other people, which help me express myself. Well, I love baking meringue-based things, so obviously your traditional meringue, your macaroon, um, your meringue-based pies and cakes, all of those things because I like making my life complicated, as well as a good traditional brownie and chocolate chip cookie because those are my favorite things to eat. 
banana bread is my all-time favorite. It tops the crown. It takes me like five minutes to bake, so I don't really think about it, but I do eat it every day, obsessively. But of course, obviously, there's so much more time on my hands um, because quarantine. But also, you know, you can't just go out and decide, I want to get a cake pop from Starbucks. You have to make the cake pop. So things are like that. Well, I would have to say baking is extremely meaningful to me because it has been the source of all enjoyment in this quarantine. It's very stress relieving. It's always something to do. And at the end of it, you get to eat. So like, what's the problem with that? Also, without baking, I wouldn't have as strong of connections with other people because I like delivering my tasty treats to people. Um, well, I'd have a lot more time on my hands to do absolutely nothing. And I wouldn't have, like, any passion for anything because it's really, like, my thing. Like, you know, some people have a sport. I have baking. Yes, well, I'm a strong believer in the stress bake. Something goes wrong, just pick up a spatula and whip something up. I mean, nothing wrong with that as long as you don't eat it all in one sitting. Then it's great, you know. Sometimes you get to hammer some chocolate, which obviously helps when you're angry everything it's just chef's kiss so maddie this one was your last interview what stood out to you well first of all i just think that baking as a form of art is so fun because it's just very unique and having something like that that you can really dedicate yourself to is really cool because not only do you get to put the work in to bake the food but then you get to eat it afterwards which like helen said who doesn't want that Um, And also, like, stress baking, it's such a cliche, I think, but it really is actually a good coping mechanism. Like, I've done it myself on a couple occasions, and what she said made complete sense. Like, you put the effort in, you get to eat the food after, and in some cases, you get to deliver it to other people, which helps you connect with others in your community, which is just a positive all around. So, yeah. So those were some really interesting interviews and some really interesting perspectives. Was there anything that stood out to you like throughout all five interviews? Um, I think to me, just the narrative of having art as a common theme throughout each of our interviewees' lives, and especially throughout quarantine, how it's become one of their main sources of stress relief, I think is just, it's a cool concept because Art is one of those things that you can really put as much effort into or as little effort into as you want, but when you really feel passionate about it, it can take like the form of so many different things, stress relief, um, a coping mechanism for mental illness, and also just a source of fun in people's lives. And I feel like that was really well expressed through all of the interviews. That's all for this episode of Serotonin Speaks from Serotonin Says Mental Health. If you haven't already, please subscribe or follow Serotonin Speaks wherever you listen. And please recommend the show to a friend. You can follow some of our guests on social media to see their art. The links will be in our episode notes. As you may already know, we are collecting short stories from our listeners everywhere for our bonus holiday episode. If you haven't already, please check out our social media or our short info podcast for more details. The links to both are in our episode notes. We would love to hear from you. 
For more mental health related content, check out the Serotonin Says website, serotoninsays.com. You can also subscribe to our monthly newsletter. Just go to serotoninsays.com slash newsletter. Serotonin Says is also selling merch. You can find our merch at serotoninsays.com slash merch. All proceeds go to Mental Health America. Lastly, we want you to know that you can follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at serotoninsays, where you can vote on the winner of this episode's brain dump. You can also find us on facebook.com slash serotoninsays or listen to our Spotify playlist, which is linked on our website. Thanks for listening. This episode was produced by me, Maya Siegel, and me, Madeline Gold. Maya also edits the show. You're listening to Serotonin Speaks from Serotonin Says Mental Health. See you next time for a free serotonin bonus episode.